Hey everybody, welcome to the Soulful Eclectic. I am your host, Diana Collins, and I want to welcome you back to this episode. If this is you coming in for the first time, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time out to spend with me, and I hope you subscribe to the page, and if there's something that resonates with you, I hope you share. Uh, For those of you who have come back, Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. And thank you so much for taking the time to spend with me and coming back and following up and just checking in to see what's new, what's going on, who am I talking to today, those kinds of things. So thank you again. Um, So I was talking a little bit about um, mindfulness in the past uh, couple of days now. And I just want to continue that conversation. I think one of our episodes before this, we talked about the beginnings of mindfulness. How do you begin? Where do you begin? What do you do? What is it? All those wonderful things. As a healthcare practitioner, we're always focused on mind, body, and soul because that's the whole picture. As healthcare practitioners, especially as nurses, we take care of the person holistically as a whole. You, you, we, we, as, listen to me, I'm stuttering. Ah! As we are treating individuals, sometimes we get tunnel vision and we just want to focus in on what the initial problem is. What brings you to the office today, right? But it's so much more than that because, yeah, you may have come to see me for this issue, but what was going on prior, okay? What was, what was happening days, weeks, months before this happened? Because I can almost guarantee that before you showed up in my doorstep, right, you had signs that were telling you, that this was coming. And I don't know if you can hear the thunder roar, but that is amazing because it was like a storm is brewing. So it was perfect timing. Thank you, universe. Thank you, God, who all the mighty beings there. That was divine intervention that saying all those things that uh, precipitated you coming in, all those things that came before you showing up at the doctor's office, set you up for the perfect storm. You had warnings, you had thunder, you had lightning, you had a sprinkling, right? All those things were leading you to tell you that a storm was coming. So something. But anyway, I got off on a tangent just a little bit, which happens when, you know, you do these things. Um, things come to mind. But anyway, so mindfulness. We, we talked about it a little bit, like I said, a couple of episodes ago where we talked about what it is, how to do it. Is it right for me? What What are the benefits? You know, we, with everything, we discussed the evidence and, you know, we discussed the literature a little bit. But now we're going to talk about your practice. I spoke about that there is no right way to practice. There isn't, okay? You can practice day, night, middle of night, witching hour, whatever. It's all up to you. You can practice in the bathroom, in the shower. You can practice walking the dog. You can practice in the car, any way you drum it up to be, that's what it is for you. So for me to sit here and say, mindfulness is A, B, C, and D, and you have to do A before you can do B, before you can do C, is totally wrong because there is no right way. The, the right way is what's right for you. So um, some people practice when they get up in the morning, it's a deep breath, reset, kind of go, 
Um, some people say their affirmations while they're laying in bed. Some say their affirmations while looking in the mirror out loud. Some say it to themselves. It's totally up to you, as I said, but there is no right way. Um, you may have a practice where you have a place that you focus on, attention that, that, that your attention is focused on. Um, like I said, I have places in the house that are set up for, excuse me, specifically for mindfulness, specifically for meditation, specifically for my mental timeout, right? Um, but it's also, it could be, I told you I do it when I was a staff nurse. I used to step out in the hall and just rebreathe, um, rebreathe, breathe, recenter myself, stretch a little bit get the blood flowing, and then I'll go back in. So it can be anywhere. What you want to do is just make sure your attention is firmly grounded on what your purpose is. What is your goal? And mindfulness is not always easy because, you know, other experiences, other thoughts, physical pain, discomfort, all these things arise once your body sits still. You, you, you know how it happens. You know, once you go, 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 and once you sit, all of a sudden, your head hurts, your eyes are watering, your nose is running. All these things start to happen. So naturally, all these things arise and can pull your attention away from that meditative state that you're trying to, to get to. And as I said, this is going to take practice. This is a skill that you keep practicing and practicing and practicing. Like when I teach nurses uh, how to do a skill, you, I tell them, you can't just come in and yes, you mastered it that one time. This is a skill that you have to keep practicing and keep doing it and, and keep learning about it because things change. I cannot sit here and say, I know everything about nursing. I know everything about being a nurse practitioner. I know everything about cultural diversity and inclusion. I, you can't say you know everything. Once you say you know everything, you're not teachable. And we all want to remain teachable. Um, so the object is just being mindful of when those conscious moments come in and then just bringing yourself back to where you need to be. Um, and and it's, it's activity that can be annoying. It could be frustrating because you, you're sitting there and it's like, God, I'm trying. I'm really trying. I, I, I need to focus. I need to do this. This is, this is my time to just be free. But be kind to yourself. Just listen to your body. If it's telling you you need milk, okay, I acknowledge I need milk. Now put it away. Bring it back. That's all you do. And you just keep doing that and keep doing that until your thoughts are interrupted less and less. Again, it's a conscious practice that you have to continue at as you move forward. It's a tool that we use to explore ourselves, our mind, our body, where we find, um, some people find that they have new ailments that they never knew about because um, there's a, a different type of mindfulness where you're focused on uh, your body. So you're, you're pinpointing different things and how your mind feels and things like that. Um, so you never know. It's a part of, an, of a beautiful spiritual path. Uh, I am a spiritual person. I do not follow a secular religion. I find that it's very confining. Um, so that's just me personally. I grew up in Catholic school, Catholicism, so I, I, I've learned about the Catholic church religion um, and practices. I was raised home Baptist, and then, you know, so I, I've 
definitely was raised in that way up until um, a few years ago, 10, 15 years ago, where I just stepped away from the church because of my own personal uh, reasons. Uh, but it's just, it, it's a spiritual path where you develop insight into you as a human being, you know, and, and it's, a, it's a freedom, it's a lifting um, for yourself. So it is really is regardless of what your motivation is behind you seeking out this practice, mindfulness changes how your body, how your brain functions, and it, it changes those physiological and psychological responses to stress. And it, it helps you um, with those emotional health needs and that we don't tend to explore as often as we should, especially those of us in the black and brown community, because we were taught that you you just deal with it, right? You, it's there. You work every day. You're going to have stress. Just deal with it. Um, the kids get on your nerves. That's your children. Deal with it. But there are ways to deal with it. We don't have to keep compacting it and compacting it in a little vault in our head, because what's going to happen is there's going to be a catalyst, some one thing that's going to break that box open and it's going to explode. And you don't want those exploding moments. Remember I was talking to you about my husband and how when he felt himself starting to get really worked up, he would ex excuse himself, excuse himself to another room to, to recenter because of those, he doesn't want to have those explosive moments. That's the same. Excuse me, I had to take a drink. I'm thirsty. Okay, so how do you start all this lovely stuff? Because, you know, we talked about singing bowls and we talked about music and scents, incense, sage, energy, palo santo. All those things are great. But it's really hard for a beginner because all these things, once you start putting in mindfulness, um, you know how our search engines work, right? You put in one search word and all of a sudden all these, your, your box is um, flooded with things related to that topic because it sees what you're looking for and it says, oh, they might like this. They might like this. Same thing with your news feed on Facebook. You know, you'll, you'll start to see all these things that are similar to your um search come into your search engine or to your news feed um it's done purposefully so um as my my husband likes to say um watch what you say when your computers and things are on because they hears you and, and that is so true because i can say i want to take a vacation and next thing you know a marriott bonvoy commercial comes on or it's across my news feed that you know you you should go to the bahamas or we have this COVID-free, you know, trip planned for you. Uh, so definitely, um, hey, Big Brother's watching. I hope they enjoy the show is all I can say. And they enjoy what they hear because um, all I'm talking about is life, love, and living your best life while we have it because we only get one. And that's the whole reason why I'm talking about mindfulness because you only get one body. And you want to take care of that vessel. Uh, you know, spiritually, it's your temple. This is where you begin to practice your spiritual, your, your spiritual practice. Take care of your temple. 
Alright, so how do you start this whole mindfulness? Again, there's no one way, right? But I'll tell you a couple of different ways that you can try and see what works for you and, you know, and build it to what it will be and can be for you. So depending on how you feel, where you are, where you're practicing, um, you can choose a different posture. You can stand with your back flexed against a uh, uh, flushed against the wall. You can sit and with your legs crossed, with your back fl flushed against the wall. You want that support for your, your back. I don't want you to cause any pain or discomfort or hurt yourself. So you want to give yourself that support. If you have bad knees, then of course, crossing your legs across and, and sitting in, in the traditional meditative posture is not going to work for you because sitting with your knees bent like that is going to cause you some discomfort. So you find a position that works well for you. There is no magic about which particular seated position or laying down position is going to be best. Try different positions and see what works for you. Excuse my doorbell. Um, one of the things about film uh, recording at home, right? It's those incidental things that can happen. Um, my husband was coming home and he has the lovely knack that even though he has keys, he rings the doorbell. So there we are. But anyway, getting back to it. So again, choose a position and a posture that works best for you, especially taking into account any physical mobility issues that you may have. All right. Never do a position or um, anything that is going to cause you more damage. Um, and I'll always know that you need support. And... Uh, for, for your back or your knees or whatever, make sure you provide that uh, needed support for, for those ailments, right? Um, begin with intention. Oh man, right? What is your intended goal? In the beginning, you may have a formal meditation program that you found that you liked. Um, there's so many out there, so many people that are doing meditations right now on YouTube. They have apps for it. So just find something that works for you. You can do one that is a guided meditation where someone is actually talking to you similar to what I'm doing right now and kind of guiding you step by step. And they have music playing and it said, First, have a seat, relax, sit, find yourself in a comfortable position, something like that, okay? Um, there's no formal practice period that you need to focus on. Again, your time, whenever you choose, it's up to you. It's just very, um, it's just helpful to spend a few minutes just being connected with what your intentions are. What do you want to get out of it? Is it, it you know, is it just de-stress, anxiety, those kinds of things? What are your intentions? Your attention to the practice is, is going to be what cultivates your heightened awareness and wakefulness and the kindness that you are in, inviting into your life. This intention that you're thinking about and processing is very nourishing, okay? And it's very powerful for us um, in our self-care regimen that we are creating for ourselves, okay? So always know what your intentions are for this. Reflect on what your intentions are for a few moments and hold it in your awareness so that when you go into that meditative state, it can go draw back to what your intentions are. Um, and then at that time, take notice if you can, if there's any 
um, anything going on, any sensations in your body while you're sitting in that still position. And then the next thing, again, there's no A, B, and C, right? So you want to shift your attention as you begin to, to dec um, focus, as you begin to set your intention, you want to shift that attention from what you're thinking about now make a conscious effort about your body shift your attention to your body let go of the reflection or, or any intention or or the beginning tunes and sounds any felt sensations just let it go start thinking about what you want to pay attention to about your body inside out it doesn't matter and then allow yourself to notice the how alive you feel okay what's happening inside your body you want to take a few moments to offer that kindness to the and, and to those attention areas to any places in your body that may need um, that attention again you're not trying to change or fix or force the body to relax but you're you're just acknowledging the body as it is at that moment and if you notice that you're you're bracing yourself against the physical sensation, then take a few moments to notice what, what's happening at that time. Are you stressed? Are you just uncomfortable? Is there pain? Is this difficult for you to do? Those kinds of things. So you want to acknowledge where this emotion, these sensations are coming from. And then invite the possibility of being kind to yourself. Again, it goes back to being kind. I understand this is how I'm feeling, but in turn, I, I need, I'm going to refocus. I acknowledge you. I see you. I feel you. But at this time, I'm going to transcend and think past you. It's not saying that you're not acknowledging it. It's just saying that you want to just put it away for later. Um, and you can, and then in this being kind to yourself, um, is you're still acknowledging the painful sensations in your body, but you can still try to soften, um, the way you relate to it so you don't want to act harshly towards it right and then you begin to feel these sensations so then as a lot of the meditation um, and mindful techniques go we begin to focus on our breathing how we're breathing in how we're breathing out the depth of our breath the exhalation how how much force we're using to push out that air those things. So you begin at this point to feel the sensation of your breathing in the body where you feel these um, naturally, okay? But now you're being conscious of it. You're, you're actively listening and feeling how you're breathing. And for, for a lot of people, you have this soft belly breathe and it's very supportive at place at rest. It, it, it's, it's, nothing that we normally pay attention to and then some of us have that deep diaphragmatic breathing from your diaphragm and that's a lot of the breathing that we do when we're resetting and recentering ourselves that's that big breath that we're using our diaphragm we're feeling it expand and then this can help us slow down too by doing diaphragmatic breathing because you're paying attention to the expanding of the diaphragm and then the collapsing 
of the lungs as you breathe out more deeply. Um, and this is usually the deep, the deep breath uh, that we're taking. And it's, it's, honestly, it's going to be based on your lung capacity as well. So please, again, anything that we're discussing, you want to be mindful of your body. If you are suffering from asthma, COPD, emphysema, all these things, any of those things, you want to be mindful of how you're breathing. Okay, if you don't easily connect with the breath and the belly and you feel uncomfortable connecting with all that there, um, tune in your sensation of your breathing somewhere else. That's it. Just refocus it and allow yourself to rest and, and rest your, intent, your um, attention with being present, right? Just take your attention and lay it on another part of your body another part of your breathing body that's all so when I say rest your attention that means that I'm just saying take your attention and put it somewhere else related to what it is that you're you're listening for so we were talking about breathing so you would just relate it to something else related to breathing just notice that you are alert oriented you're breathing and you are alive and then um, we talked about the thoughts that pop into your head, those are those wandering thoughts. When you, we want you to notice when your attentions wander, because at times your attention will be pulled away from that breathing body technique that we were just talking about. Um, it will be a sound, a thought, or an emotion that can kind of take us away from that. And you know, you will get lost inside that experience if you if you don't um, be mindful of it. So um, with that, just at that point, you're awake, you're recognizing it, and then, you know, just acknowledge the loss of connection, and then just bring it back. Just bring it back. Um, another point I wanted to point out is your attitude about it, right? Identify your attitude. Take a moment to notice how you feel when you're awake. Is this self-critical? Are you, are you criticizing yourself? It's like, I knew it. I knew I can't do this. I knew mindfulness was not going to be good for me because I can't focus and I'll never get it. Those kinds of things. Be mindful of how you're, you're treating yourself and responding to you. It's, you know, don't be judgmental. It's not judgmental. Okay. So you, you don't want to say, ha, I lost it. You know, that kind of thing. Um, no, it's non-judgmental. So if you find that you lose that thought, just bring it back and be kind to yourself. All right. Remember that mindfulness is not about getting a particular kind of experience, achieving a, a particular experience. It's about developing a steady and balanced mind and heart that can be uh, that you can use in any situation or experience as they arise. Okay. That that's what it, that's what it's about. When your mind and heart and are steady, balanced, and fully recharged and resourced, thoughts, those racing thoughts are not going to be a problem. Emotions are not going to be a problem. Sounds are not going to be a problem. All right, that that's the state we we're trying to get ourselves to. And again, it takes practice. It takes practice. Um, we talked about gently returning your attention to your body sensations, right? Don't thrust yourself back into it. Again, listen, if you're listening to sounds, listen to the sound and let it bring you back. Um, again, you acknowledge it and you just let yourself come back. And then, you know, 
just try not to indulge in the thought or in the story that you're telling yourself or in 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 the don't go on a tangent in your mind about the thought that comes in you want to choose um refocus with kindness and non-judgment and bring your intention back to the sensations that you started. So if you were focusing on your head and then you started thinking about, well, my refrigerator, I need milk. Oh my God, I gotta tell my husband this. You just like, okay, I hear you, I see you. Now I'm gonna go back and refocus on my head um, and then go from there. And then depending on how long your, your practice is going to be, Again, I said use a timer if you find that um, that's going to work for you. I, I always suggest a timer. Um, but there's going to be a time where you, you might want to try to take a, to, to do a long meditation. Um, just take a break. It's best to take a break. All right? You don't want to try to force this on yourself. Take a break. There's going to be times in your practice when your mind and your heart are not able to remain steady, balanced, and open to the experience. So listen and take that break. During those times when you feel like you need to take a break, it's, it's, it is during those times of, of the practice that are the most helpful for you. And the most helpful thing at that time is to take a break from formal practice. You know, again, it's what you make it. So it's there's no rigid rules for you to follow. You know, you'll know when it's time to, to take that break. You'll know when it's time to get back in it. And if you notice that you're extremely agitated, frustrated with the process and your body's too tense or you feel like it's difficult um, emotionally or the, the thoughts of sitting still is driving you crazy and your attention is wandering, just take a break. It's okay. It'll be there when you come back. All right. So don't be hard on yourself. As I said in the beginning, be kind to yourself. Notice your body's reaction to it and just ride the wave and let it go. And then come back when you're ready. It will be there. All right. So yeah, so those are some some nice helpful tools. I don't want to go too too deep into it because I love mindfulness. I can keep going and keep going and keep going. But just to quickly like break it down when you're starting, you know, choose a good position that's going to work for you. Know your intention behind what you're doing, what you want to gain out of it. And then just shift your attention to your body. Each starting from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Okay. And then as you start to focus on your body, um, start to shift it once you get to your feet then shift it to your your breathing right breathing in breathing out are you breathing you know from your stomach from your belly or are you diaphragmatic breathing those kinds of things and then take note of when and how long it takes for your mind to start wandering once you start to practice um next thing you want to do is again identify how you feel about it don't there's no judgment if you, you no one's here watching you say hey don't move right so no judgment so if you have to get up and you want to start over by all means again no right or wrong way to um do your meditation mindful practice uh just take a moment and you know notice your attitude and go from there and then 
Um, once you know where you are, just gently return your attention back to what it was that you were doing. If you were focused on your neck, go back to that area. If you want to start from the head again and work your way back down, whatever it is you want to do to get yourself back to that. And then last but not least, don't forget to take your breaks. Be kind to yourself. If you feel tense, if you're feeling pain and discomfort, if you just feel your mind wandering, if you start getting antsy, frustrated with the process, just stop. It should not be this difficult for you. And if it becomes that, then just take your time and step away. It's okay to take a break. All right. So with that, I'm going to leave you there. And I just hope that all of this is really helpful to help start building you and rebranding you, rebuilding you to something new. Um, I know some people, again, we talked about different places. And as I was talking just now, I, another place came to my mind. Uh, friends of mine, my mom, uh, no, my mom doesn't have one. But um, I know friends of hers do, friends of mine do, have prayer closets. They have the closet or area set up where they sit and they pray for their amount of time. So you can have a, your own meditation closet, the little areas, it's close the door and, you know, zen out, you can turn the lights out, whatever you need to do. And that's totally, totally your space. So it's whatever you want it to be. I, I think that that's, that's what it boils down to for me. It's whatever it is you want it to be. If you want to meditate in the car on the way home, I would just say don't do guided meditations. Listen to spa music or something like that because if you sit in traffic and you do a meditation, you just might fall asleep. So I don't encourage that one. But if you do need to do a mindful check, I would just use my surroundings as my mindful check-in. And um, the next episode or somewhere down the line when we talk about mindfulness again, we'll go into other ways to develop mindfulness and other ways you can use your practice. So with that, I want to say thank you for joining me. I appreciate you. Appreciate you taking your time. Um, again, if you have anyone that needs nursing services, academic guidance, or um, needs someone to speak on a speaking engagement regarding health, wellness, uh, mind and body, if you know someone who would benefit or a group of people that would benefit for learning mindfulness, I will be more than happy and more than willing to come and teach. Uh, you can just look me up on CollinsEducationResourceManagement.com and also you can find me here on um, the Soulful Eclectic Podcast. And also, as I was mentioning, I am writing a book. And if you do need someone to ghostwrite for you, uh, Shannon Gaston is awesome at Beautifully Screwed. So thank you so much again, and I thoroughly appreciate everyone taking the time, and I hope someone takes the time out and at least give mindfulness a starting try. All right, so with that, I'll leave you um, to take care of yourself and each other, and during this hot season here in Arizona, please check on each other.